From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 224 for the week of November 28, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel and being planned on perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, Nancy has the final installment in her Legoland series, and guest Denise Hawkins talks about some of the educational tours she's taken at the Disneyland Resort. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Disboards Thread of the Week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Are you to the point of football, or are you to the point I'm, of I'm, I'm coma? Napping. I'm napping, yes. Coma is always good. Yes, well. That means you're a happy person. <laughs> nice. <laughs> any any housekeeping today? Yeah. I would say, yes, go okay. ahead, Tony. Well, no, that yeah, it was for Mary Jo. Yeah, Mary Jo's got something. <laughs> she probably has about six of them. <laughs> no, I don't. Go, I'll go last. Go ahead. Um, to confirm what what Tom has said, I drove by Roscoe's and it is being constructed upon the chicken <laughs> waffle. He's right. There was like a patio-ish thing kind of going on. Yeah, so right. okay. So yes, my absolutely. next my next venture is to see how Farrell's is doing and let you know on the next Where's episode. That? Where's Farrell's going to be? Going across from um, Knott's Ray Farm, because remember there was the joke oh, that Charles right. okay. was going to lap it and beat Roscoe's, but yeah. okay. you know, Roscoe seems to be kicking yeah. it in. So um, I also noticed that the, the corner of Harbor and Catella there by the Jolly Roger, they've got walls and stuff going up there at the for the whatever is a CVS or Walgreens that's going there underneath the hotel. Wow, oh, is there really? I didn't yeah. know there was going to be one of those. Yeah, That's... on both corners, I think, right, Tony? According to your news, crack news yes. stories? Yes. Well, I knew about the hotel, but I didn't know that there was going to be a drugstore. They really need one in that area. Yeah, it's going to be really nice. So you don't have to go to the 7-Eleven for your aspirin. Um, pay the extensive uh, Disney prices. Yeah, exactly. Uh, any other housekeeping? Don't forget about uh, the Arizona meet that Nicole is planning. Make sure you check that out if you're in the area and can help her out. Uh, don't forget chat night, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. If you want links to our show, you need links to subscribe or links to anything we talk about, you can find that at disunplug.com. You can also go to disunplug.com to... Take a look at our Orlando show. If you're planning a trip to Orlando, um, check them out. They are live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific at the Diz Unplugged. So you can also find them on the live stream channel. Uh, anybody else have housekeeping? I just oh. have a quick one. Um, go ahead. No, go ahead. I forgot um, about one, but go ahead. I'll do it after you. No, f- Okay. Podcast Cruise 5.0, November 30th, 2014. Seven-night Western Caribbean cruise on the Disney Magic. Be there. Okay, go ahead. Um, Mine is to be sure to look at the Disneyland section of the Diz. Tom keeps it really well updated. 
And he has things like the menu for Viva uh, Navidad. Um, so if you want to know what the menu items are there, just go look under that section. And also the Disneyland board has some pretty good super threads regarding the holiday. Sherry has a table of contents because people might get a little intimidated by these super threads. And Sherry has it very well organized so that you can look for the information. So between our podcast and the Disneyland board, you should get pretty much a lot of the... You, you never need to leave the Diz. Yeah. yeah, you never need to leave the Diz. <laughs> and then get a Dreams Unlimited travel agent who will help you plan a great vacation there at Disneyland. Especially now, there's a lot going on this year. So um, I think that in this case, planning ahead is will really enhance your vacation. And remember, using a travel agent is not going to cost you money. Yeah. Right. And um, they're so nice. Well, some yeah. of them. Some of them I heard are written. No, I'm kidding. I'm my kidding. mouth is, I'm gasping. Oh, my goodness. I'm kidding. Didn't you used to be an agent, Major? I was an agent. Mm-hmm. So stop it before I hit you. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to smack the crap out of them sometimes, <laughs> don't you? Well, not that far. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, come see, on. Yeah, nasty. <laughs> All right, any other housekeeping? All right, let's head over to Tony with the news of the day. Ex-Disney worker has pled guilty in the dry ice explosions. A former Disneyland employee charged with a felony for setting off two dry ice bombs inside the park pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor and was sentenced to three years probation, 36 days in jail, and 100 hours of community service. Superior Court Judge Nicholas Thompson granted a motion by Christian Barnes' attorney to reduce the count to a misdemeanor over the objections of the prosecutor, according to court officials. Barnes, 22 of Long Beach, was sentenced to time served, plus the other conditions, including an order to stay away from Disneyland. Had he been convicted of the felony count of possession of a destructive device in a public place, device in a public place, Barnes would have faced a maximum sentence of six years in state prison. He was accused of possessing two water bottles containing dry ice May 28th at a vending cart near Mickey's Toontown, where he had worked shortly before he was relieved of his shift that day. The combination can create a dry ice bomb, prosecutor said. When Barnes opened the vending cart, one of the bottles exploded. Officials said Barnes took the second water bottle from the cart and threw it in a trash can before walking to the employee break room. Several minutes later, a custodian had removed the bag from the trash can and walked away to clean another trash can when the second bottle exploded. The blast did not hurt anyone or cause significant damage to Disneyland property, but prompted an investigation in Barnes' arrest, authorities said. Barnes' attorney, Deputy Public Defender Seth Bank, said Barnes had no arrest record and has his family support. It's very obvious he didn't intend to cause that kind of disturbance, Bank said. He's very remorseful. Deputy District Attorney Andrew Katz said he believes reducing the charge to a misdemeanor was premature. In spite of some people calling it a prank, the problem with this is you can have danger to hearing and fragmentation from the blast. Katz said dry ice bombs are inherently unstable, depending on containers used and several other factors. This case was particularly troubling given that the subject chose to detonate this in a crowded place with hundreds if not thousands of children in the area, he said. Disney officials declined to comment except to say Barnes was separated from the company shortly after his arrest. Okay. Um, The prosecutor seems a bit intense. I think so, too. I'm almost wondering, like, I don't know, was this, like, legitimately to do damage or was it just like a... I don't know. I had thought I that this kind was of a just a prank that has has happened in the past and was an ongoing thing with with 
outdoor vending cast members, and he just is the one that got caught. Yeah, I thought it was kind of a big, a little deal that kind of became a bigger deal. Yeah. That's what I think, too. Okay, and our second micro story. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm just letting you know. Yeah, sure. Um, there was a merry-go-round fundraising that had to place at Disneyland. For two hours, they hopped on to King Arthur's Carousel at Disneyland and then off, and it paid off. Before the park opened on Wednesday, volunteers helped raise $200,000 plus. Wow. For festival for, in wow. two hours. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. For the Festival of Children Foundation, by alternately calling possible donors via cell phone and jumping aboard the merry-go-round to fulfill pledges based on rotation. So I could have done that instead of the teacups. Yeah, you really, your effort. I mean, yeah. this in a couple hours, two hundred thousand, just like calling, and you just, uh, you might want to talk to these people. Mm-hmm. Um, the money will go to ten participating charities. We hope this grant money will help these nonprofit groups achieve their dreams to the very fullest said Sandy Sagerstrom Daniels, the executive director of Festival of Children Foundation. So my question, Mike, my, my, I'm interested is how they got to go before, like inside the park before. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they, they raised 200000 plus. Like, is there a, li- like if, I'm not it's saying you partnership Utah. thing, probably. Yeah, because if, what if, what if so, hey, I got an idea. Can I raise 100000 in two, you know, I wonder. Right. Just interesting. I'm not. I'm not trying to be skeptical. Maybe, maybe the maybe it's with all the with Disney. Was it the what's the fundraising one? Oh, the volunteers. Volunteers. Thank you, volunteers. Volunteers in the story. Did you say that um, one of the members was of Girls Incorporated of Orange County, and her teammate solicited funds for the Festival of Children Foundation? So I'm sure it was a multiple. Um, it was a mul- It was a multitude of. Fundraising groups. Uh-huh. Um, let me see if I can tell you who some of the groups were. Um, there's the, the the associate vice president of the Pacific Symphony. The, they were cold calling people. Wow. Got six thousand dollar donation. Wow, Tom, come on. Um, I'm stuck on a carousel and I can't get off. Send me money. Yeah, I don't know who I can cold <laughs> call. Six thousand dollar donation. Um. Let's see, they have, and again, Festival of Children, Festival of Children, um, the Providence Speech and Hearing Center was part of it, the Make-A-Wish Foundation, so it's obviously, it's a bunch of yeah. organizations together, so that's probably why they did it, but um, I think it's an interesting idea. Uh-huh. So, that's so, the news. Thank you, Tony. Some good news there. All right, let's time for rapid fires. Let's start with Michael. Hey, well, it is holiday time at the Walt Disney Family Museum. I wanted to talk about some of the December events okay. that are going on since a lot of Dizzers will be traveling and will be visiting San Francisco for this holidays. The film of the month, probably no surprise, is Mary Poppins. It's probably to coincide with Saving Mr. Banks. And also, they will have, um, they'll be showing a, a film called Christmas with Walt, which is a oh. compilation of some of the Christmas specials, but also home movies that Diane Disney Miller contributed showing some of the family activities, um, at Christmas time when they were young. And it's, it's really nice, really nice film if you have an opportunity to see it. 
Um, on December 5th, it is the anniversary of Walt Disney's birthday. So the museum will have extended hours. It will be 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., and they will offer free admission um, to honor Walt's birthday. And also to commemorate his birthday, they're going to host a number of activities throughout the day that highlight Walt's life, work, and legacy. That's really nice that they're doing that. It is. They're really good about honoring um, Walt Disney's birthday and also the anniversary of Disneyland, the opening of Disneyland. They always have special events for that. On December 7th, something I'm really looking forward to, and I know I'll be talking about it on the show, this is a special program, a tribute to Annette Funicello, America's most beloved Mouseketeer is remembered in stories, film clips, rare images, and song, as presented by Disney historian Don Perry and former Mouseketeer Sharon Baird. Also, there's a rumor that some of Annette Funicello's family may attend Ooh. at some point during that day. But that is just a rumor. So, so I don't know. <clears throat> It'll be interesting. Uh, there is a special event on Friday, December 13th, and that is an Animate Your Night that is the Jolly Holiday. Uh, uh, sorry, I lost my place here. So anyway, that is on Friday, December 13th. So Friday the 13th. Animate your night, Jolly Holiday. This is a um, party where it's a, they have usually special drinks and food and music and special activities. But they also are going to have two performances by Charles Phoenix at 6 and 8 p.m. He is going to be performing his holiday show. So there's special um, party and combo tickets, and that information will be on the website for that. On Saturday, December 14th, Disney and Pixar 101, just for the young. Disney historian Don Perry and Pixar producer Jonas Rivera use mixed media to tell Walt's story and how his achievements are still inspiring animators today. And during sort of the post-Christmas weekend, Friday, December 27th through the 29th, they are going to have Spotlight Talks, and this is on P.L. Travers, Mary Poppins. It's at 11 a.m., 1 and 3 p.m. It's at the Mary Poppins Display in Gallery 9. You can take a closer look at Walt's own copy of the classic novel Mary Poppins and learn the fascinating backstory of the film's production. So for more information about any of these events at the museum and ticket prices, we will have a link in our show notes. Awesome. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Mary Jo? Disneyland's continuing with the limited-time annual um, magic events, and this time it's for the limited-time annual passholder event happening at the World of Color Winter Dreams. And now in December 2nd through December 6th, their passholders can go on the day of the show, get their fast pass for the show, and they'll also be given an ornament, which I think is really cool. And what they're going to do is have these shows just for the annual pass holders on December 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The show's going to be at 7 o'clock p.m. And on December 6th, the show's going to be at 9 o'clock p.m. So pass holders can get their, their um, like I said, their fast pass and get an ornament while supplies last. And it's only on the day of the event for the pass holders. So if you go on a general admission day, it's not gonna, it's not gonna count for that. So 
Tom, did you have you seen what the ornaments look like? It's a uh, dark blue globe, like a regular shaped ornament. Uh, plastic though. One side says Winter Dreams on it, has the Winter Dreams logo. The other side says Disney's Frozen coming to theaters November whatever twenty eighth. Okay, so I think that's still yep. that's still a fun um, um, fun little souvenir that the, people the, can get. The thing you have to be careful of is they will have two lines at the at the fast pass station. One for the annual pass holders, one for everybody else. So make sure you're in the right line. Um, the other line may take a little longer because they have because the fast pass machines can't be programmed separately. I guess I don't know because they have to override the time for the uh, the late show. You know what I mean for the regular day guests, right? Non pass holders. So it's a little confusing there. So just watch watch which line you're in. I'm sure they'll have cast members that oh, if yeah. you um, if you're confused, just ask them and they'll direct you to the correct line. When I was there, the annual pass holder line was on the left and the other line was on the right. So are the lines marked like annual pass holder? Yeah, there, yeah, there was a sign that said annual pass holders, but it was kind of in a weird position. So just ask which lines. And if you have your glow with the show ears, be sure to take them because they are synced to the show. Yep. Mm-hmm. And be sure to. Take a look at our YouTube channel and our live stream channel, and we have full video of Willow's Color Winter Dreams. So good. Yep, yep, yepers. Um, and make sure you listen to last week's show about all the other fun new Christmas stuff at yeah. the Disneyland Resort. All right, my rapid fire in celebration of Nancy's drunken podcast last week. Hey, now. Sorry, what? Um, did that come out loud? Cooper. Okay, so, <laughs> some new drinks for the holidays at Trader Sam's. Some specialty drinks at Trader Sam's for the holidays. So, they're holiday drinks or are they they're just starting now no, for the, them? Yeah, they're holiday drinks. The first yeah. one is the Meli Kaliki Mocha. Ooh. Iced coffee, cream of Mellic coconut, and coffee liqueur topped with whipped cream. The Red Nose Zebra, which is aged rum, <laughs> strawberry puree, and lemon and lime juices. Ooh. And finally, the Gorilla, gorilla Nog, which is honey-flavored whiskey, uh, Trader Sam's Gorilla Grog, and ginger and orange liqueurs. Ooh. Wait, how does that make a nog? I don't know because it's that because as the whiskey. No. I don't name the drinks. I just drink them. But the, and the I wish I had tried Kimoke them. is clever. Yes, it is very clever. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had tried one, but I sat down and automatically ordered a lost lost safari and didn't want to go for a second drink. And then your safari was lost. Yeah, it wasn't very good. I, I should have ordered a zebra or something. It was way strong, even for me. All right, uh, Nancy, rapid fire? Rapid fire. Well, as you know, this week, Anna and Ilsa made their big screen debut in Disney's Frozen. Mm-hmm. And you know what that means. Um, they get their own bibbity bobbity boutique Oh, jeez, no. Okay. Woo. Yay. <laughs> so, so your child... Oh, the 
the costumes are actually fairly cute. Disney Parks has an exclusive. We're doing this definitely at Disneyland. I've already seen it happen. We saw a couple when uh, Mary Jo and I went last week. We saw a couple of girls running around in them. Um, they have an exclusive Anna dress. It is not her adventure wear that they sell at the Disney store. It is apparently her coronation wear. Sorry if that's a spoiler for anybody. Oh, jeez. Just saying. Um, and then they have Elsa's dress, Elsa's dress, which is a really pretty blue, and it has the sheer snowflakey overlay and all that. The crowns, I can do without the crowns. Anna's wig has the cute little... Um, the cute little red, it's a, it's a redhead. It's not a Merida redhead, but it's a softer redhead. And it's got the little, um, braid that goes across the top. I'm sure that actually that can make a practical wig if you ever have to do a, uh, uh, sound of music review. <laughs> and then Elsa's is, you know, a pulled back from the, from the forehead into long ponytail style. But it's actually pretty cute. So, I mean, it's a wigged kind of thing, but the dresses are really nice, and um, it's a limited time package ending on January 3rd. Um, pricing, they didn't put the price. Did Way they more put than the you price? really need to pay. Yeah, probably. Now, um, also, they had at, have added for this holiday season, so if you're here during the month of December, um, the holiday mini package is a new offering. And it is really actually pretty cute. It is a red-on-red polka-dotted dress with white kind of Santa, tri- Santa fur trim on the bottom, the cuffs and the, and the neck with a little red bow on the neck and a green sash. Really cute. And the, the polka dots are red glitter on red satin. So that's, it's a cute little dress if you need a a Santa, you know, a Santa costume. Um, You also get a princess sash, a cinch bag, and choice of hairstyle. Oh, face gem, nail polish, and shimmery makeup. And once again, that also ends on January 3rd. So the phone number for Disneyland is 714-781-STYLE. You can also use that phone number to call 365 to make appointments. All right. Thank you, Nancy. Tony. Okay, so we're going to go down south for Christmas. Yeah, we are. No, fine. We'll go north. Oh, TJ. Yeah, let's go to We'll go north first, and okay. we'll talk about Universal Studios at Christmas. Cool. And they're doing it their way, which is Grinchmas, select days November 28th to December 31st. You can take photos with Grinch and his dog Max and make it a Grinchmas to remember. Join the backlot hubilation as the Who's sing and dance through Whoville. Stand beneath the towering 60-foot Grinchmas tree and soak in the festive park decor. Decor. Um... It includes blankets of real snow, refreshed daily, nightly lighting of the twisted Grinchmas tree with a sing-along and a reading of Dr. Seuss's The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. So there you go. Um, know that also it's the select days are as follows. Um, November 28th through the 30th, and then Saturdays and Sundays in December, and then beginning December 20th every day and ending December 31st. Cool. And of course, they have the buy a day, get 2014 free, 
like they always do. So, Excellent. there you go. And then at Legoland, mm-hmm. they're going to have snow as well. Actually, no, They're, you did talk about Legoland, didn't you, Nancy? I did, actually, yeah, on last week's show. Okay, yeah. so then I won't talk about anything but... But just remember, it's a cool thing. Did you talk about winter nights and... uh mm-hmm. And, okay, never mind. Okay, then what about the $59 online offer? No, yes. Okay, okay yeah. we're done. All right. That's so that's for having a Lego. You missed what? the Legoland show. Sorry. Well, it's okay. What? We're gonna edit no, it out. It was a rapid fire. So that's Universal. Yeah, it was your rapid fire. So that's Universal at Christmas time, or should I say Grinchmas time? Grinchmas time. Grinchmas time. Nice. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. That is rapid fire time for the thread of the week, Mary Jo. This week's thread comes from Lorena, who's been um, a dizzer since 2011. She lives in Sacramento, up near Michael. And her thread is called The Things We've Learned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you go way back. (laughs) (laughs) We're like this. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are your fingers far apart or close together? Yes. (laughs) Um, She writes, I don't know about the rest of you, but I seem to learn something new every trip. The last trip I learned that I can't turn upside down anymore. Screaming almost made me toss my cookies. I don't think she was talking about Christmas cookies. I don't know. Um, last trip I learned I'm not a space fan any longer. So what does your most recent trip teach you? And so we have some um, people who talked about different things that they've learned since their last trip. One I thought was really cute um, comes to us from Vladimir P. And he put, I have learned that the rose-covered arches at the storybook Land Canal is the place where I want to propose. Aww. Went, Aww, that's sweet. So there's, there's some more, but I thought I would ask you guys. And it doesn't have to be the last trip, but what have you learned in your recent trips to the Disneyland Resort that you did not know before? Something you learned that you like, don't like, or just something new that you learned? And let's start with Michael. Oh God, you always call on me last, Mary Jo, and now when I have nothing. Um, now you know how I feel. <laughs> sometimes I don't think Mary Jo even knows I'm on the show. And, oh. Uh, but, um, oh. Because, because she attributes everything I say to either Tom or Tony. Um, you do. I'm dyslexic. I'm so sorry. But... Um, well, I learned that four and a half year olds are really tiring because yep. <laughs> the last one, the last time, our last trip, we had our granddaughter by ourselves. Um, I, I'm trying to think. The only way I can now ride Space Mountain is without feeling really queasy is if I'm in the front row because I need to feel the air on my face. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, I agree with you on that. That's a, that's a really good way to get the front row. Mm-hmm. I need I need to air on my face. I have to ride the front row. <laughs> but I think the other one that you said, Michael, was was a re- another really good one. Is that four year olds have a lot of energy, you know, and the things that they want to do. Yes, and um, they don't want and they don't want a nap when Grandma and Grandpa want a nap. <laughs> <laughs> they're full. Yeah, they're, just don't feed them full of sugar. Wait, wait before you give them back to mom and dad. Before you make sure you give them protein in the middle of the day, or you'll end up with what we had. No. <laughs> I rolled my eyes a lot this weekend. <laughs> okay, Nancy. So then, why don't we go with you next? Okay. Um, 
I've learned a couple things that I shouldn't eat anymore in the parks. <laughs> and I've learned that my stomach still tolerates the meatloaf pretty darn good. Jeez. Well, you need protein. Like and I've learned to stop and take a protein break <laughs> a little earlier than what I did yesterday, or, uh, last week. So, yeah. <laughs> good. So yes, um, which is a, a big thing because you get so busy. This I think is the first time we've really run around so much that we forgot to really eat or snack, except for sugar. Yeah. Coffee and coffee. I have lots of coffee. That can sometimes be a bad thing. Yeah, but, but that, I think eating, making sure you eat um, appro- at appropriate times in the park. Something I think people forget to do because they're always in a rush to do things. You know, to go see the next attraction or the, you know, the line so long, we got to get in line and they forget to stop and fuel ourselves, you know. Tom, yeah. Tony, what about you? Learn, I, this is such an abstract question. Um, I've learned that strollers take up a lot of space. <laughs> <laughs> Truthfully. Propor- proportional to their actual size. Yes. I, that, that's it. There you go. I, I, from your last time that you spoke, I learned that you enjoy dining when you have somebody special with you. Well, yes, right? of course. I, 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 I learned that. Yeah, we, we had a good be. time, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I was talking about. Was when you were eating with Tom. Tom, what about yeah. you? Are you two going to ride under the Rose Arbor now <laughs> yeah, no. on the canal boat? <laughs> See, we know that's who really wrote the. <laughs> Um, okay, so despite wanting to to look nice when you're going to interview Santa Claus, don't wear new shoes when you know you're going to be standing an hour waiting for the premiere of World of Color Winter Dreams. Yeah, now you know how we women feel. <laughs> <laughs> My feet were like numb; I couldn't feel them. Mm-hmm. But it was so worth it. They were they were very very smart looking shoes. They look nice. <laughs> it's very dapper. Like we'll call you Dan. Yes, please. Um, and for Dan? me, I think one of the things I learned is, at least now for the holiday um, time, is really take a look at the at your guide that you go when you're going to go in to see what time the different shows are going to be. Mm-hmm. So that you're not running back and forth and, and to try to structure your time. And, you know, I, I, I'm always learning less abstract type things. <laughs> you know, like different, like things, there's always things that, to discover at Disneyland, things that I haven't seen or, or done. Mm-hmm. I, I well, just found out that there's a menorah up in Main Street yeah, above uh, Dr. Silverstein's office. Yep, of course. I, I never yeah. noticed that menorah Dr. before. Dr. Silverstein celebrates Sonica. Yeah. Mm hmm. Well, you know, we we learned about when they take the goats back last time, too. That was cool. Oh, my God. They're so cute when they go running through the jamboree. They're so cute. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> so if, if you'd like to um, to uh, join the thread and put down what you've learned at the Disneyland Resort at either park, um, check our show notes and for the link to the thread. Awesome. Thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, team. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, 
Disney Island is always more magical when it's shared. Happy Thanksgiving, and thanks for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving everyone.